0: Is let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY, State of the Arts, talking about everything that's uh, going on in the area. Uh, lots of shows. There is a lot this weekend and things coming up, so let's talk about it with Gus Gordon. How you doing, Gus?
1: Kevin, you know, it's beginning to feel like old times. We've got two shows at the Hoagland this weekend, and we're really excited about both of them.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's great. And I've um seen one of them. I've seen the audience, which is on its second weekend. And I've seen right. some of the rehearsals for Arsenic and Old Lace, which is opening and opening the tonight. 74th <laughs> opening tonight, uh, a 74th uh, season of STC um, and uh, Arsenic uh, cast is doing great. It's funny. Um, it's been, um, you know, even just I went to. Uh there's a video um, of uh, that's sort of the the, uh, the 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 video spot for it that's on Facebook, and I got a couple of uh, shots from that when I was there, and I was watching it. Um, and even just you know just from them to when I interviewed a couple people the other day from it. Um, you know, it's just you know that much. You know, the set is you know much more refined, and everybody's you know going back and right. forth, and it's got that quick. Uh, you know. Uh, dark comedy, sort of, you know, back and forth, and it's and it's funny, and I, I'm excited to see the uh, the uh, the production uh, this if not this weekend next weekend.
1: There's a reason why shows like *Arsenic and Old Lace* still play so well today. They're just really well written, and they're fun, and they've been done by high schools and community theaters and professional theaters. I saw a production once, I believe it was in the '80s, and um, they had. Brought it back to Broadway with an all-star cast, and they had let's see who did they have in it? They had um, um, oh, Gene Stapleton and Polly Holiday as the two Brewster sisters. Okay. They had Abe Vigoda as <laughs> um, uh, the Boris Korloff Mortimer. Oh, no, yeah. Mortimer or is it the other one? Jonathan? No,
0: he's John. Jonathan, yeah.
1: Jonathan, and then they had Tony Roberts as Mortimer, and um, gosh, who else? William Hickey as Dr. Einstein. Isn't -hmm. that his
0: name? Yeah.
1: And um, so it was, I didn't see the Broadway production, but I did see it on tour and on tour they had Polly holiday and Marion Ross, who was, um, you know, the mother on happy days. And they had uh, James MacArthur who uh, was on, um, oh gosh, Hawaii five Oh, and they had Jonathan Frid from dark shadows playing uh, Jonathan Brewster and they had Larry Storch from F Troop as Dr Einstein so they they both on Broadway and on tour they cast all these old TV actors in the parts but it was great it was just a fun show and I look forward to seeing it again because there are a lot of laughs there
0: oh yeah absolutely um and uh, definitely even just um you know some you know some very um just the, the there was a couple people there and I was at the rehearsals, but I, we were all laughing because it's all, cause, yeah, it's all so well written and um, and the reactions and, and the, from the characters and everything, yeah, and and it, and it is um and it is cool what you said about you know so many people seeing it because this is um we talk about you know, musicals sometimes that like everybody knows and everybody, you know, likes to go see, but arsenic is one of those plays that, you know, there are comments on the video, like, Oh, I did this back in the seventies in high school and I love this movie. And there's so many people in the cast saying, Oh, I watched this movie as a kid. I was talking to Greg Bishop told me, he's like, yeah, this is one of the first, like, like, like one of the first movies I remember watching was arsenic and old lace. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, you know, people love this, uh, love this mo- the movie and they love the play. And I think people are really going to love the production. Well, it's, yeah. it's well
1: cast here locally mm-hmm. and good audiences. Um, a lot of tickets have been selling this week, so it'll be a good time and a great way to get back into the theater. And the audience, of course, got great uh, reviews last yep. week. Uh, Dennis thread in the Illinois times gave it a rave review and uh, they just have a super cast as well. So two good choices. And if you saw the audience last week, come see Arsenic and Old, Wake, Arsenic and Old Lace this week and yes. um, and come back and see the audience again. And you can see Arsenic and Old Lace next week, too. So lots going on.
0: Of course, yeah. And the audience was great. I saw it since I talked to you last. I saw it on uh, Saturday, I believe. And yeah, it's really good. And the um, I talked to Rich McCoy yesterday. He plays Winston Churchill. Does a fabulous job. Gets his physicality down. Great. And uh, he... And it's you know, the, and there are some fast costume changes. We talked about it in the interviews with uh, with Mary and uh, Cinda, and but yeah, there's a couple of them. I'm like, whoo, like, jeez, you <laughs> well, know, it's like far really far. has been.
1: And Renee Blank did the costumes, and Renee is just fabulous, and she works so hard on this because some of those costume changes are 20 seconds, and they yeah. go from one age to another. And uh, Mary Young steps off stage and walks right back on in a completely different outfit.
0: That's a different decade. Um, workmanship. Yeah. So it's um, yeah. And it is. Um, it is a, one of those shows that it is not linear in timeline, but you, but I had a, I, I was able to follow it uh, pretty well. Um, and I learned, uh, I was talking with a couple of people after the show um, outside the theater and um, I also talked about it with Rich. I was like, there's so much uh, history of English politics that I just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I learned about a lot of people, and a lot of things, uh, you know, watching it. I'm like, oh, this is, it. it you know, it really, it's, uh, you know, of course, just something I didn't, you know, history I didn't know. as well. I knew who, of course, like the Queen and um, Thatcher and Winston Churchill were. But there were a couple of people, like, genuinely, like, was... I may have heard these people's names once and, you know, not a whole lot. And I don't know what they, but I, I, it, no, it was a great show. And I, uh, I think, uh, it, and they said it, uh, the audiences of the audience have really uh, enjoyed it and had a positive reaction to it. So I think That's it's another great. show people like to see.
1: Well, Joe, Michael Jackson and Jenny Reset directed, uh, Julie Staley produced and uh, yeah, it's a quality show. And I think people will have seen the crown on Netflix and then tune mm-hmm. into this, Or maybe they've seen this show and they'll go check out The Crown now or get online and do a little more research into this. That's one of the things about uh, good art is that it inspires people to learn more. And so you see a play like this and you want to find out more details about the character and their backstory, especially some of these prime ministers that might not be as well known as Tony Blair or Margaret Thatcher or Winston Churchill. Um, Yeah, it inspires people to go out there and and uh, learn a little bit more about the subject matter.
0: Right, absolutely. So uh, that is still running this weekend. Um, also at the Hoagland Center for the Arts, uh, coming up uh, in a in next week and a couple we've got a couple shows coming up of uh, the Weir, which yeah. is a, a show from Carbondale. Um, that looks like there's a couple people I think I actually know that are in it that I really? knew in Carbondale. So it'll be oh, cool oh, to see cool. them. Um, yeah, our our good yeah.
1: friend Kevin Purcell, who uh, lived here in the eighties and then moved away, then came back in the two thousands. And uh, then he moved down to, uh, to Cobden, I think in Southern Illinois about five or six years ago, but he started directing shows down in Southern Illinois. And uh, he, every now and then comes back to direct something for us. He brought uh, the Holly and the Ivy back yeah. um, before the pandemic, I think in 2019. Mm-hmm. And this was something he was doing and he wanted to bring it up to Springfield because he enjoys having shows up here and we're happy to have it. It's about five people, five Irish people, four guys and a, and a lady telling basically ghost stories in an Irish pub. And um, it's very unique. Connor McPherson is the author and of course, well-known author of Irish um, of Irish work. And really the, the clips that I've seen from the Varsity Theater production, that's the group that he's working with down yep. in Carbondale, mm-hmm. have been great. And the actors... Oh my gosh, they sound incredible. They have such good accents. And Irish, I've never been able to master an Irish accent, and I admire those people that can. And there's there's another local connection here, of course, Asni Vigasa, who is one of our just premier actresses and one of the two or three best uh, people with dialects. I put her up there, her husband James, and then Missy Thibodeau Thompson. And Cinder Wright's pretty darn good too. Um, They're you know, several people locally who have a really good ear, but Asni, you know, studied this in college and she's great at teaching it to other people. She served as their dialect coach. That'll perform at the Hoagland on October 15th at eight o'clock. And then on Saturday, the 16th at three o'clock and eight o'clock. And then they're on their way back to Southern Illinois. So only three chances to see that one
0: okay and it sounds like one you will not want to miss sounds pretty good um as well so uh it's the weir that is coming up uh like you said those three performances um another favorite coming back is the uh portuguese rodeo clown company uh uh, with um with johnny molson uh, mary kate a couple other people i'm blanking at the moment
1: queen mary young the queen
0: I already, yeah <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> um, yeah and um, so they're they're in Patrick Russell and Patrick Mark Russell. and Mark yes, yes Mark Mark is from Chicago and I can't remember Mark's name right off the bat I'll have to get on Facebook and look it up real quick uh, he's a Chicago based act no he's he's even farther north than Chicago um, talk you talk and then I'll find it how's that of course.
0: Oh, sounds good. Well, yeah, we have a Portuguese rodeo uh, clown company. They've been doing these improv shows for a while. They've also, uh, the group of them, they've been doing um, a podcast series. Mark
1: Holden. Mark Holden. Mark Holden. Name, yes. Yep. Sorry okay. about that, Mark, if you're listening.
0: Uh, you it's know, all right. We all
1: once every year, year <laughs> or two.
0: Yeah. But they, uh, they put on those, uh, those wonderful uh, improv shows. And also the, um, they've been doing the podcast series where they do their own, uh, like a, like a, like their own local radio station, and it's that's funny as well. because there's all sorts of um us, you know do, working in local media. We know those uh, sorts of things that go on and it's it's uh, a lot of fun. but the show they're they're putting their show up uh, to two weeks. yes.
1: yeah, the twenty second and twenty third and mm-hmm. uh, tickets are available. They're available online at hcFta dot org. All the shows we've talked about are available right now. And we have Dual Piano Christmas on sale at this point. So there's there's a lot to choose from. American Idiot coming up, Elf. Um, That's true. And, then of course, a lot of great shows coming up at UIS, Performing Arts Center. And yes. um, a lot to do.
0: Yep, there is a lot to do, a lot to see. So all those are coming up. We have some... Um, some some national uh, theater news, which there was something uh, that was sort of floating around the rumor mill for a while, but it came turned out to be true that they filmed Anything Goes in London when Sutton Foster reprised the role of Reno, and yeah. it's going to be released in UK cinemas, and then uh, forthcoming will be uh releases in the theaters in the United States internationally or on TV or on Blu-ray or something. But it's exciting because I love Anything Goes and uh, (laughs) it'd be great to see that production and uh, Sutton Foster do it.
1: Well, she's so talented. She's kind of like um, she and uh, Kelly O'Hara and I guess you would still put Kristen Chenoweth up there and Bernadette Peters for that matter. But they're, you know, some of the most popular leading ladies right now and Sutton Foster is funny. She has a great voice. She's cute. And she uh, is a great dancer. So it, it she's the whole package. And this production that they did in London was based on the American version of several years ago. And one of the things that really interests me that I want to see is Robert Lindsay, who mm. made a huge, huge splash with me and my girl back in the 80s. He, uh, you know, won the Olivier Award. He won the the Tony Award for Best Actor in that and uh, was a, just a great performer. He's playing Moonface. So I'm oh, excited nice. to see what he has to do with that.
0: Oh yeah, that's that that'll be good. Um yeah, and it'll be and I don't know if they I just based on the video I've seen, I don't think they updated the ending in the original revival, but I have heard that they have um the shows from 1934. So they had to yeah. They had to make some changes to a couple of the characters um, and do something to the ending, so that it's not a huge "Hey, is aren't Asian people funny?" Why? Because they look funny. That's basically the ending of Anything Goes in most productions. And yeah,
1: that's unfortunate. So, it's, a, it's a great show, but it's marred it's it's really by that.
0: It's a wonderful show that has that one or two moments that are like, man, this really ages the show in the worst way. But apparently they've gone back and they've sort of rewritten and reworked part of that. So it's not like super offensive.
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah, it's not essential to the show.
0: No, it's not at
1: all. And there's really no reason for it. Um, I'm usually not one for rewriting shows, but in that case, it's a simple fix. Yeah. And you, you still have all the great stuff left over, but you don't offend people with it. And yeah, you know, I, I hope they have because I think I think that's one of those shows that is in danger of not being performed anymore because of that. There's yeah. there's several shows like they fit into that category that one simple fix can make it palatable to today's audiences and um, it, it seems like a smart business move to me and of course the right thing to do just to make it more um, more welcoming to all
0: yeah because it it's because there is because and and the people that you know, we don't have to get into this whole discussion, but there is a thing. It's one thing you can do jokes, but I mean, if the jokes, if there's no context to it, the punchline is just a gong and silly voices. It's like you know, right? What's what purpose does that serve? So I'm glad they've you know updated that yeah. a little bit. So well, it had um,
1: a very 1930s take on that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's and that's how. Unfortunately, and uh, that's just in media. That's how how they were portrayed. So yeah. that is unfortunate. But it is uh but it sounds like they have uh they've reworked it and uh you know put that sort of uh blight in the original production to uh you know sort of hopefully done away with it. Uh, I so, hope so.
1: I hope so because yeah. it's a great music and um it would hate I would hate for that to not be performed um, for that great music, for that reason alone. And it's again, such a simple fix.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: they're not going to so, change yeah. anything. Now a show like Thoroughly Modern Millie, they're going to have to do some major rewriting with that one, I think to make it work, yeah. um, going forward, but with anything goes again, it's just such a, it's, it's not, it's not at the heart of the show.
0: No. so it's they can the the show is you know goofy enough with its you know three stooges you know running in and out of doors farce um you know quick snappy joke they can figure some other way to end the show you know so it's it's fine but also uh there had been talks about um beanie feldstein uh playing Fanny Bryce. They announced a couple other uh that's for Funny Girl, the new Broadway revival. They announced also that Jane Lynch is going to play the mother. Um uh Ramon Carolou oh I butcher butchered his name. The guy who played Fam of the Opera Valjean, Ramon Carolou. Right. Yes. He's gonna be Nicky Arnstein and I forget the guy is going to play Eddie, but they put uh they had they cast them out um, and then they put a little teaser together for it um, where it's basically the opening scene where she goes back to the theater and she says, hello, gorgeous. And that's yeah. that's about it. But when um, they good. play. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so,
1: I'm uh, watching. Um, I don't know if you're watching this or not. Probably not because you're so busy. I'm watching impeachment right now. Mm. It's about yeah. the Monica Lewinsky, uh, Bill Clinton episode of our history, yeah. and uh, Beanie Feldstein plays Monica Lewinsky, and it's it's one of those shows. I'm I'm watching it, but no one, not one of them, is sympathetic. And they're they're <laughs> Linda Tripp is the star of this thing, and they they yeah. focused it around her. And I'll have to say, and I'm going off on a big tangent here. Oh, go ahead. And Sarah Paulson plays Linda Tripp. And she is unrecognizable. Um, It's not just the prosthetic she's wearing and the costuming. It's her, it's her being is so different than anything Sarah Paulson has played. You don't like the character. She seems like an insufferable bore, um, but it's, it's the, um, the acting that has impressed me. And Beanie Feldstein is fine. That's, that's kind of a thankless part um, in many ways. And, and Clive Owen is is Clinton is is doing, doing a very good job in in creating that that the image of him without being an impersonation. But again, no one in this is sympathetic, and it's not written that way. And it makes you wonder, well, why did they write this? It's it's um, we went we lived through it. <laughs> and, yeah. But if you know if people you know say uh, Ryan Murphy. Um, leans one way politically well watch this thing and he (laughs) probably is you know gunning on both sides i would say Mm because he's not he's not making any friends on the left with this one i am (laughs) sure
0: (laughs) yeah that's i mean like you said i mean i mean it's i mean i was of course very young when this whole everything happened but i mean uh I, I'm. I mean, from what I've read about it, and from everything that I've heard, I'm, it does not sound like there's probably that many people in it that come out looking too great, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, not, but,
1: not so far. I mean, you no. feel some sympathy. No, you feel I, bad I'm, for. My whole point was my whole point for bringing that up. Yeah. Was Beanie Feldstein in that? Um, with with her performance playing Monica Lewinsky, I don't see Fanny Bryce, but she's an actress and. Oh yeah. Uh, actresses and actors can do a lot of different things and uh, so give her you know give her a chance but it, it's it's hard to see you know the barbara streisand and we shouldn't we shouldn't do that i know i get it barbara streisand doesn't play the part anymore i've got to have a new interpretation the, the show so that was kind of the main thing she'll have to get past that
0: yeah but when they were doing uh they were doing tryouts for funny girl or when they had they were workshopping it when they got Barbara Streisand and she had been in a couple things can get it for you wholesale some TV shows but um, I think when they got Barbara Streisand and they realized how good she was they kind of rewrote the show so that Fanny was in like every scene so I mean it, it it very much is like a Barbara Streisand and then she of course played the part again in the movie but um, oh, right. but no I mean I think you know Beanie did a good um, did a good Minnie Fay in Hello Dolly. And yeah. um, she was on Glee, wasn't she? I didn't watch Glee, but
1: um, people's... I don't know if she was. I know she's Jonah Hill's sister.
0: That's true. I always I always forget that, but I see her face and I'm like, oh yeah. Um, but so she
1: she comes from a humorous family, so that's that's a real plus playing a comedian. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fanny
1: Bryce was, you know, Fanny Bryce was um, Barbara Streisand was a much more uh, popular singer, I think, than Fanny Bryce. And Fanny Bryce did the comic in the shtick and so forth, and was a, it had a great voice, but Barbara Streisand took that to a completely different level. And you know, the show survived; Funny Girl survived on Broadway with lots of other actresses, Mimi mm-hmm. uh, Hines, yes. and Marilyn. Oh, what was Marilyn's name? I forget her. She was an impressionist in the '60s and '70s, um, um, but the, people replaced her, and the show continued without Barbara Streisand. Yeah, so it's possible to have a different interpretation.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure Jane Lynch doing the Kay Medford part is going to be hilarious because she's great. Yeah, and so yeah,
1: Yeah, she is. Now now I have to Google again, Marilyn, (laughs) uh, Funny Girl. Let's get her last name. I hate that. I hate that I'm getting old and I can't remember. Oh, it's
0: done. No, Marilyn Michaels. Marilyn Michaels. Okay,
1: that's it. Okay, very good. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. You're all, you're all good. So that's, uh, that's coming up. That is, uh, I believe, March or April of 2022 is when Funny Girl is set to open on Broadway. And, uh, and cinemas eventually, hopefully soon, anything goes uh, with Sutton Foster. Uh, but in the meantime, this weekend, this month, there's so much going on. You got the opening weekend of our and Old Lace. The audience, second weekend. Um, and uh, you got the Weir. Which is next week, two weeks from now. You got Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. And uh, look out for American Idiot and Elf the Musical coming up in the next two months, respectively. Yes, sir. Yes, very much. So, Gus, thank you so much for joining me. We'll do this again next time, which will probably be live on the air again.
1: Hey, cool. You're filling in for Jim next week?
0: I am. Well, Jim's filling in for Greg Bishop. I'm filling in for Jim. It's we're sort of. Okay. cycling around for
1: people to yell at you
0: oh i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fun
1: i won't take any phone calls so don't even don't even think about that i'll hang up before i take a phone (laughs) call
0: because
1: i've heard his phone calls and i don't want to oh
0: yeah no well (laughs) i won't subject you to. okay
1: thanks
0: (laughs) all right well talk to you i'll talk to you next week gus all right
1: kevin take care